continuing this series of singleness and one of the things that came to my mind was how in singleness we have time to think right and I've been watching YouTube videos and just going over things about the difference of being nice and the difference of being kind and those of us who are introverts and who need our alone time, when we do go and spend time with people, it appears that we're the listeners, we're the ear, we're the taker cares, we are the ones that are willing to adapt more than others, which is very nice. And I was watching this video of Rebecca Lynn Pope, and she's doing a series called Nice for What, and I've been watching it for the last few or several months, I should say. It's not been an actual series, but she's definitely made it a part of a series um, over time, and she did a a section about, like, being kind. And the section about being kind was basically in regards to how no more being nice. It's all about being kind. And the difference between nice and kind is nice let's has no boundaries. You do whatever you got to do to please the person. Kind is you set boundaries and you know your limitations and you communicate that. And you're not afraid to... I guess, quote-unquote, go there, as in having to speak in a different tone in order to stand up for yourself. But it doesn't mean you're being rude. It's just that you're making sure that people understand your value and your worth. And I contemplated that, and I was going over some memories. And they've just been running through my mind, and a lot of the memories are... People who I felt took advantage of my niceness. That's how I should put it. And this has been living rent-free in my mind for a while now. And the fact that I couldn't get past how they made me feel when I was being nice was the hardest part. And I'll admit, it didn't come to clarity till today that the thought of me being nice and people taking advantage of my niceness kept running through my mind, not because I needed closure from these people, It's because I didn't forgive myself for not setting boundaries and not setting up for myself when I could have. And as introverts, we continually put ourselves in positions where we are really nice, but we're not being kind, especially when it comes to ourselves. So one of the most important things is I had to forgive 
myself. And I didn't even think that was necessary because I wanted to just forgive the person, but I already did that. But the memories kept popping up. And then it was like, aha, you didn't forgive yourself for doing something for someone and getting nothing in return. Let me give some examples. I love doing that. (laughs) Okay, so the first example. I, okay, I'm going to use this example. I'm going to use a couple examples. So this one is in regards to my brother and his wife. And I'm, I'm a caretaker at heart. And my brother, whenever I would go visit, and long story short, how I got to this, like how I got out there to the visitation, I'm going to skip that part because that's another story for another day. But when I got to the house or when he needed me in some way, it's always felt like he needed me to watch his children. So I would watch his kids. His kids are very, I'm going to use the word rambunctious and not chaotic because they're kids, one. And two, they're very active. And some kids just are very active kids. And rambunctious is almost like giving them a compliment of their childhood, but at the same time knowing that they're kind of busy. And I'm a very calm person, right? I'm introvert, and I'm on the calm side of introverts. And um, it felt like I would watch his kids, but I never really got a thank you, especially from his wife. It never felt... It felt like she expected me to watch her kids. It felt like he was voluntarily giving me uh, up to watch his kids. I was like, oh, my sister would do it. And that's how it felt. I never communicated this to them and how I felt. But I'm telling you just how I felt hearing nothing of gratitude. It just felt like... If I ever went to go watch or visit them, I wouldn't be able just to visit them without having to watch their kids. So it felt like I didn't have a nurturing, a genuine relationship with my brother. And especially with his wife, it's very um, estranged. So my thoughts going through those visitations had me really upset because I was trying to go, okay, Christina, that already happened, let it go. Okay, Christina, that already happened, let it go. Which I hear that feedback when I tell other people how I feel sometimes. They're just like, okay, let it go. But I could not get that out of my head. And then it was like, hello, Christina, you weren't expecting to be taken advantage of for your kindness. Forgive yourself for just being a person who knows, one, how to take care of kids, being a single woman. Congratulations, by the way. Number two, being a, a trusting person. Three, being a person that was available. But to do not have to do this anymore. You can say no. You can put up boundaries. You don't have to watch his kids ever again. And you can still be a good aunt. And you can still be a good person. 
hopefully this is resonating to some of you. I just wanted it to be clear that when we forgive ourselves, it's like we have to remind ourselves just because you put up boundaries and people may not accept them, not saying they wouldn't. I'm just saying if they don't, you yourself as an individual person is not bad. Boundaries tell others how you want to be treated and boundaries can sometimes irritate other people because they can no longer get from you what they thought they could. They overstepped because they needed from you what they couldn't give themselves. Maybe, speaking out loud, they can't give their kids what I can give their kids, which is nurturing. I'm not saying they're not nurturing parents, but... When they're not able to be there for their kids, they need something that can complement what they do. And not everyone can do that. But I, just because I'm single, and this is where I want to bring in the singleness factor. In this storyline, I'll get to another storyline. But for this storyline, singles, we as single people always get taken advantage of the most because we're single and people don't think we have a life. People think, oh, well, they'll do it because they have nothing else to do. They don't have kids. They don't have anything on their schedule. They probably wake up whenever they want. They do whatever they want. And yeah, and even if we do, we're single, right? We chose a life of flexibility, but also a life that is ours, that we don't have to adjust for anyone else around us until we're ready for that change. When we as individuals, as singles, decide, okay, I want to bring in someone for a relationship. Okay, I want to have a child or have multiple kids. Okay, I'm willing to take on marriage, um, a, a multiple job. Like someone did a funny joke, side note about how single people get picked on the most at work <laughs> when people are like, oh, someone this can someone take over? I'll use Valentine's Day, for instance. Oh, I want to go on a date with my partner. Can someone take my shift? And of course, I look at the single people because they expect the single people will not do anything on Valentine's Day. Well, excuse me. I love myself. I think that's enough to spend time with myself on Valentine's Day, but society says, obviously, it's not. That's just a little quirk, right? We get seen as take advantage of their time because they have enough of it. I don't because I chose a life that limits my time. So for that situation, I had to forgive myself for being too available, right? So now I'm cutting back the availability. All right, so another nice situation is always giving people a second chance. I've given people second chances a lot of times in friendships, once or twice or a thousand chances. A certain particular situation, I have an ex-friend. I was friends with this person for almost 20 years. I think it was 20 years when I stopped being friends with this person. Um... There's multiple people I stopped being friends with who were like 10 years and so on. But I learned that this person, there's a situation back in the day. And this is like around 
I think it was around like the Mike Brown situation. And this was when the Black Lives Matter movement really started pressing in. And I was saying, you know, just bring over his family and, you know, we got to stand up and speak. And two white old friends from past time high school, well, three, got upset and said, well, it's about blue lives. You don't know what you're talking about. Stop saying this. And was very upset. Well, I had a friend that was really close. This is my 20-year friend in around 2013 who was, you know, like, oh, CJ, CJ's overreacting. And this is through Facebook. This is when Facebook really changed its, you know, quick update to, like, now you can interact in your update. And this friend was like, oh, CJ, she's just having a mood. Um, and this friend is black, but she's very light-skinned. And so her privileges to my dark skin are very different. And the identities in life are going to look very different. So I see the reflection of Mike Brown's situation of, of being killed as a dark-skinned black woman as, oh my gosh, that's horrible. And to see it on camera and to see that as a reflection of myself, that's worrisome. And to see white students, and then he was Mexican, he was complaining about it too and saying that blue lights matter. And that whole situation was very messy online. But the fact that the black friend was very light skinned didn't get my back, but yet she's supposed to be my friend should, should have been my warning. But I was nice. I was very nice. And I allowed my forgiveness to override my value and worth as a black woman and my safety. We're no longer friends. Clearly, I let her go in 2020. 2020 was a revelation moment, but I digress. There's been other friends that slowly God, the God that I serve, the God of heaven, revealed to me Friends who talked behind my back. Friends who have said things that I didn't know of. But I was so nice. that I couldn't see it until God had revealed it to me years later. When I mean years, I mean just last year. And I'm coming to this year. Having to eliminate many connections in my life where I was nice. Because... Not because I sh- I shouldn't give them a chance and set boundaries. It's because I want people out there to understand. If people truly care about you, they would never take advantage of the boundaries they can push. That's including family, friends, acquaintances, whomever, work, co-workers. People should care about you. And if you're being nice and they're seeing that, they shouldn't take advantage of it. And it's been this long since those people took advantage. They're no longer able to be in my life. No longer able to be in my life. And some just cut me off and all of a sudden they want to send me a happy birthday. And I'm still being nice and now I'm no longer being nice. Because now I learned to be kind. So if they try to contact me, they might not be able to because they're blocked. Surprise. And a lot of people say, we'll talk and communicate 
And like I said, there's a point where you shouldn't have to because they never should have taken advantage of it. Starting over with fresh relationships with new eyes will allow you to understand the implications of your kindness and no longer be taken advantage of through your niceness. I don't want people to lose heart listening to my stories of, well, I'm a, I'm a genuine person at heart and I care about people. I don't want you to think that you can't. I want you to understand that there are a lot of people out there who don't care. They only care about themselves. And a part of you, me included, who's saying we are genuine, nice people, have to set boundaries for those who don't know how to respect others outside of themselves. And it's scary, but that's the world we live in. I hope that by listening to this, you set up your own boundaries. You take the time to take care of you because the world, especially now with social media, clout chasers, um, people who want fame and fortune instead of generosity and kindness and wanting to really be there for others, the world is continually showing itself more and more that it's no longer about how to take care of the people, but how can the individuals take care of themselves in order to get what they want to where they want to go. And it's an unfortunate place. But those of us, those introverts, us kind-hearted people, and people know who's genuinely kind-hearted, trust a dog, a cat. Dogs know who are genuine at heart. But when a cat notices, that's a whole nother level. Your heart is beyond kind. It's it's more in alignment with who God is, and that's amazing. But those of us who are continually trying to live a life in kindness, we make it take advantage of at times, but learn from those moments. Stand up for yourself, put up boundaries. And my hope, friends, is that you will continue to impart your kindness but understand that the boundaries you set are not you being harsh. It's you saying, I need respect, but I shouldn't have to go as far as being rude. Hopefully that makes sense. But yeah. All right, friends. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. And as always... Happy hibernation.